Why does dating have to suck so bad? How about you take someone to dinner and just talk? Wouldn't that be great? And it doesn't even have to be a date. It can just be dinner. It's that simple. And this is Dating Made Simple on the It's Just Dinner podcast. Now here are your all-knowing, well, almost all-knowing, dating experts, Tom Robinson and Bob Walls. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dating Made Simple on the It's Just Dinner podcast. I'm Tom Robinson. I'm the host and sitting right directly across from me. You know him and you love him, Bob Walls. Tom, it's so great to be here. It is nice to be it here. It is great to be one of the almost uh, all-knowing what, what dating What does she mean? I don't know. That was kind of a slam, yeah. I thought. Almost all-knowing? Almost. Well, it's actually quite accurate. I Well, I think it's, I'm all-knowing. Well, I know you are because you're the host of the show. I'm just the co-host. I'm just here to make jokes. And, and stuff, it, so. Yeah, you are the, you're, you're the color man. Yes, I am. Well, did you notice who's sitting right next to you? Yes, I did. Again, Macy, again. On the podcast. What a treat. Again, That's guys. The, the great Macy. Sick of me, I think. Maybe I don't need to actually do this. No, the, the thing is, Macy and I were just talking here. She said I could never be like a voice actress, but Macy has such amazing, an amazing, amazing voice. voice. No, uh, she, I know. I know she does. She has a character in her voice. You hear her voice, and you think, "Wow, I want to hear more." Yeah. I can do a couple accents for you, but I no, could not. I cannot be the intro lady. That could not could. be me. Yeah. You could. Yes, you so. could. You, you know, you you've got it. Well, you guys, we have a guest today. Yes, we do. In studio. Yeah, right here in right the big here in, in on studio. the big show. We have Zach Whitlock. Zach Whitlock. Zach. Zach. And guess how we know Zach? Well, Zach is just not a regular guy. He's not. Uh-huh. He is a he's, he's big deal. He's royalty. Yes, he is. It's very Zach, rare that we have presidents it, here. Zach in, is the student body president at Utah Valley University. Wow. Our sister school right across the street Right here. down the road. It's, it's funny because we've got uh, 30,000 students here, and then just right across down the road, we have another 30,000-plus students. That's a lot There's of— like 60,000 Potential people between dates. 18, yes. Well, potential you know, dinners. Some, half of those are married, so let's not get too excited there. But, but yeah, that's, that's still, still 30,000. Well, it's, yeah, it's still amazing. Well, it? Zach, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Happy to be here. It's good to have you. How, How long have you been the student yeah. body president at UVU? I've been in it since May, uh, but this is the first semester. Oh, yeah. How are things going at, at UVU? Things are going great. Things are going amazing. We're, we just had a big Midnight Madness kickoff. Oh, for basketball? Lots of events. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You guys are, are actually pretty good in basketball. Aren't yes. You? We are. You yeah, beat we, us. We beat, beat, beat yeah. Yeah. you. <laughs> then you guys got afraid. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't have invited him. No, yeah. that's what we don't care. You know, it's, it's, it's just it's a fun rivalry. There's no hatred here. We're happy. Your success yeah. is our success. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I thought that since UVU is right down the street, yeah. I thought maybe it would be fun to kind of get Zach's to impression pull them of, in, to pull of, them in here and what we're doing. dating life over on the other side of the street. Yes. Zach knows a lot. And see, Zach's a big dater. Big dater. Okay, well, good to hear it. you are the student body president. And well, of course. We want to make be sure a big dater, your mom student won't body get upset with you saying something bad here, so... <laughs> How is the dating at UVU? The dating's good. Yeah, not for you now, for the student body. Okay, for the student body, that's hard to say, but I'd guess it could probably be better. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why there's we're always here. a room for improvement. Yeah, there always is. It's interesting. It's an interesting culture with like social media and mm-hmm. dating apps, stuff like that. Yeah. So. Are you on any dating apps? I'm not. You're I not. used to be. Hmm. Don't need them. You said don't. you don't need to be. <laughs> I used to be. I don't really need to be, and it's. I didn't really like uh, being on it. I didn't, yeah. like, I didn't like how it made me view yeah, women. Yeah, see, I, hmm, we I respect are, that. We are Thanks. very pro dating app. 
Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, for people who need them. You but know, yeah. if you're the student body president, you yeah. don't well, need a dating true. app. That's you know, true. Just, well, that's it's true. true. My, bro- my brother met that's his true. girlfriend on a dating app. It's yeah. Well, we a like, lot of people. We like them because yeah. we think you should meet someone on a dating app and then go just go out to dinner. Yeah. And talk and get to know them. So it doesn't have to be a date, right, Bob? It's exactly correct. So what we're pushing is relationship development. And we've kind of lost that for some reason in recent years where people have a difficult time having conversations with people and getting to know them. And so it's, I think because in our culture, there's such high pressure on getting married. And and so that takes precedent over developing a relationship and getting to know someone because, so sometimes the first date becomes an intro to marriage. (laughs) Well, if things go well, would you consider marrying me? And, And so there's this big pressure on the first date. And so it makes it very awkward and difficult. And so a lot of people just say, I don't, I'm, I don't want to date. Yeah, we're, it's too yeah and we're trying to fix that. We are. One because episode at a one time. One episode at a time. So are you <laughs> seeing that over at UVU? Is that a continued problem with some oh, of the students over there? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. It definitely is kind of the culture of like, um, well, it's either, it's like, I feel like there's two extremes. There's like the, either you are super focused on like marriage or you're just looking for fun like right. have a little nick so, right. we're trying to bring <laughs> we're trying to bring those somewhere in the middle somewhere here so yeah. and so you do have those two cultures because and that's the thing that you need to ascertain when you go out with somebody is to find out are they just lo- looking for a physical relationship a one and done kind of thing and that nationally has been the big reason that dating has declined is because the assumption is that if you meet someone on a dating app that you're going to engage in sexual activity and most people are not prepared for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's or too want, scary. Or want that. Or, or want that. And so they just choose not to participate. And yeah. so we've seen a decline not only nationally but internationally of people going on dates, mm-hmm. which ha- has a ripple effect because if you don't date people and get to know people, it's hard to develop a relationship. If you don't develop a relationship, it's difficult to move into a committed relationship yeah and, and so it, it's kind of a domino effect but if people would just listen to this podcast and listen to the sage <laughs> well, advice from Macy, to you Bob <laughs> well not me I'm just the co-host I, re- right, I really have no part in this or listen to Tom he's got all the knowledge um, th- we could fix this yeah. problem Macy what, what do you think you see this as a continued problem I think it's definitely a problem like I in my social circle I don't see it as much but like in my board and people that I meet around they're right. not as social or whatnot like they go to family home evening because it's the social event of the week right right, right. and that's not my social event for the week but that is theirs right. and mm-hmm. so they just don't get out as much they don't know how to have a conversation I definitely have a couple interesting talks at those events but it's really <laughs> great I get to meet new people right. and I get to learn and the things that they like and I get to practice conversating and they get yeah, to practice all as you well. guys mm-hmm. you you ladies and gentlemen out there you need to meet Macy right and she'll well, teach no, you so she can teach you how to do <laughs> this so you're, you're opening not the door to, here not Macy's to go on be, a date with we're Macy. gonna have to you have I'm, her in the witness protection program with the, <laughs> the millions of listeners we have if oh, they're all the trying millions. to out meet I'm, Macy I mean good heavens I'm trying to use the Macy as an educational source so you need to meet the personification of a Macy yes you need to meet as someone who is open to meeting new people and having conversations. Fun. Yeah, so, so Macy is now just a title. 
It, it's, <laughs> it's not an well, actual the, person. The Macy. So, so any of you can, who were trying to connect with Macy on this program, this is not what we do here. No. This isn't, uh, we, we're not setting but, you up on But day. she can be a really valuable resource to us to help teach That's what we're young people here. how to do. That's what we we're got, saying. We got, so me that, and Zach have a lot of experience with, with okay. dating. Well, that's so. why Zach's mm-hmm. here today. And, and so it's interesting, Zach, we've talked about this many times for you and for Macy and for many other people. Dating, meeting new people is energizing and you enjoy it. It's fun at many levels. But there are an increasingly large number of people who have a such a great degree of fear. And so when they, the, the fear of asking someone out is overwhelming. And then the fear of going out is even more overwhelming. And then the anxiety and depression that comes when you don't do that is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And right. so there's a lot going on here that that you folks don't see who are in the dating culture, but there's a lot of people who just stay home alone mm-hmm. from both of our universities. And so that is how we got into this podcast at the beginning is because we saw that there were too many of the young single adults who were not interacting and they would stay home and play video games or they would stay home and watch movies or something. Or even worse, get on the computer. Well, yeah. And so we saw, we had some clinical psychologists who came on a few weeks ago and they said that they see an increased number of people who suffer from anxiety and depression. And a lot of it is due to either fear of relationship or rejection mm-hmm. from relationship. And so imagine you're living in Ohio and you think if you move to Provo, there's 60,000 people your age there, you think you probably date a lot. Mm-hmm. So you move out here and nobody asks you out. And so it, that you can see why that would cause yep. anxiety and depression. So how do we fix it, Zach? Yeah, I, well, I think that it really just does come down to the individual and like their own personal mindset. I, one thing that's helped me, because there's there's been periods of my life where like, I was going on like three dates a week and doing that stuff. And then there was other periods of my life where I wasn't going on dates for three months. Um, And I think that the fear of getting rejected is one of those things that you just, it's like a muscle. You have to keep working at it. You have to put yourself in a position to be uncomfortable and talk to people and be okay getting rejected. Yeah. Because in reality, I mean, like when someone rejects you, there's nothing wrong with you, but you don't know what's going on with that person. Like it could be that they're they're talking to someone right now or they're just not looking for a relationship right now. They're focused on work or right. they're just not, you're just not their type, you know right. what I mean? Um, and so, but the thing is you're, you are somebody's type. Somebody's gonna oh, have I time like for that. you. And so right. it's just kind of like, uh, you're, you're mining for some gold and you got to flip some rocks right. and be unsuccessful and keep flipping rocks just because right. you didn't find it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. So how do we get people over at UVU to start listening to this podcast so we can fix that? Oh, well, I mean, I can throw it up on the old story. Now, sure. now, we're, talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Zach, that was, that was some great advice right there. I'm actually mm-hmm. kind of curious. How are you getting yourself to go on three dates a week? Oh, man. I Honestly, I think that, so actually, that was when I had the dating apps. It was actually a uh, lot easier. Okay. I, I think that for me, I was just really wanting to find somebody like my person, and I, um, so I was really actively pursuing them, and it was just fun. I just thought it was fun to meet new people. I enjoy it personally, and it, it, it wasn't sustainable. I did that for one semester, and <laughs> I will say this: the wow, thing that, that is a long time to go on three dates a week. Yeah, no, it was crazy. But like the thing is, like. After that, I, I ended up finding a girl where I was like, you know what? 
I think I like her the most. Mm-hmm. The only problem is when I found her, she, I like, we went on a few dates and it was hard to kind of read. And then um, eventually she friend zoned me. And <laughs> that kind of that ruined me because I was like, what the heck? Like, right. like I feel like I, it, I could go on a lot of dates with these girls, but it seemed like the one time I like find a girl where I'm like, oh yeah, she's awesome. That didn't right. work it out. It didn't work out. And <laughs> it kind of led me to that phase of like, okay, I'm not going to go on dates. I, I heard a saying that kind of changed my mindset and it was, if you chase, it's a parable. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. It's if you chase butterflies, they fly away. But if you build a nice little garden, then they come to you. And if they don't, then you have a nice little garden. Like yeah. you're happy in your garden. Oh, and you're wow. and so, yeah, I know, That's right? So I, that changed the way I, yeah. I looked at it. And I was like, okay, you're right. I'm in my garden building phase. Like I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna go out here on three dates a week. I'm not gonna do that stuff. I'm gonna focus on calling my grandma and like building those relationships that really matter. And right. I'm gonna yeah. go to the gym. I'm gonna eat right, do good in school, put myself out there. That's when I decided to run for student body president. Did, did you notice that he I mean, what a smart guy. Yes. Did you notice he has said everything that, like, the professional right. dating coaches yes. have said? No, literally, it's I that, was thinking that. It, it's like, date, but then worry about yourself. Yeah. Fix yourself. Self-love. Try to self-love. Right. Get better at yourself. And then the butterflies will come right. to you, and you'll have opportunities to meet them. Yeah, but did you also remember in our podcast last week, Rihanna Milne said yeah. you should be dating three and four times a week? Yeah, Do you remember her saying that? She did say that. You're right. right. Yeah. So, a f- professional Dang. dating coach. So you were on the right track yeah. there. For there we go. I'm off <laughs> but, track now. Well, but, but, no, how, no, but how do you sustain that, though? No, As Macy yeah. brings a good point. Is How do you sustain that? But, but I don't so think hard. that's necessarily off track. I think what he's saying is 100% correct. Th- that the I think to re- restate what she said, not necessarily three dates a week, but at least three times a week where you meet a new person. Mm. And so that doesn't have to be a date, you know, the, the official date, you know, I'm asking you well, about. Well, din- it's dinner. It, it, well, it's dinner or it's having it's a conversation or it's, yeah. it's going for a walk or something. And the more people have engagements with people where they have conversation and they get to know someone, the more comfortable they are with that. Yeah. And so that helps them to develop, like she said, to look for the compatibility that you have with that other person. It might not be what you thought. Because a lot of times where the first thing men think is the attractive thing. And so she said in that, that you can't base your relationship just on looks because there's so many other things that are, and you don't know that until you've had a conversation with right. someone. So what was yeah. it that uh, Rita Goodrow told us? She said, if, when you go out, if you feel a spark yes. in one of four areas, and they were physical, intellectual, spiritual, or emotional, Yep. And if you feel a spark in any one of those, then you should go on a second date. Right. Because you have some kind of there's, a connection. There's something there. And if you go and maybe then you have one or two or three, then you kind of keep dating. But right. if those drop off, that's fine. But I think if I can interpret what Zach is saying, is he's built his garden and he's got lots of butterflies coming. Yeah, they're flying. Oh, in. I, they're I, flocking. I, I, I think this, uh, is, this is the butterfly he's, season. He's a handsome and, guy. Yes, so, well, and he's the student body president, good heavens. Yeah. And he's smart. <laughs> he, you know, he's, he's got it all going. But there's a lot of people who have so much difficulty just doing those simple things. Yeah. And, so how do you get people to build their garden? How could we help them do that? Yeah, well... Honestly, because I've had, I've tried to help a lot of my friends do it, um, and that's the hard part. Is really, especially when you're going on lots of dates and putting yourself right. out there, chasing the butterflies. Right. It's hard to kind of change your mindset and be like, oh, like 
I'm okay being at home alone right. if I'm working on myself or right. kind of like doing a hard stop. Obviously, this is a different demographic. Like there mm -hmm. are some people who are more comfy just staying at home alone. Right. But for those people who are like super actively pursuing butterflies, um, I think that it takes a period of like a mental fast. Right of like a complete fast where you're like gonna be wanting to go on dates you're gonna be wanting to to be social and meet new people but you have to remove yourself from that to really be like okay i'm okay staying home and talking to my grandma right. on a, that right. was that was like the point where it really turned for me right was when on a friday night rather than going out with my friends and like being social i was like no like i'm gonna talk to my grandma and it was almost like because the thing is, like, you hear go on dates, go on dates, go on dates. But if you're driving a broken boat through the ocean, you're going to, it's going to not fix itself. You're going to need, it's going to, and it's eventually going to sink, right? All right? You need to take a couple of days and get it fixed. Fix the port. boat. Yeah. Go get it fixed. And there's nothing wrong with that. And eventually you'll be able to get to where you need to go. You'll probably get there faster. Wow. And in the one wisdom piece. here. I know. It sounds like we need to drop Zach's number at the end of the episode. <laughs> no, well, I, I, he's got enough butterflies. He doesn't need that. So Whoa. here's my suggestion for you, Zach. Um, while you're the student body president, you've got this platform. I think you should write a book. And yeah. I think the title of that book should be Chasing Butterflies. You know what? And I think you could take all this wisdom <laughs> and you could put it into an article at That's... first and then turn it into a book. And you'll become a multimillionaire. Okay, chasing deal. butterflies. Chasing It'll be on the top ten, on the New York top ten <laughs> right. I'm in. list. I'll buy it. Like I'll, it. I'd buy it. I'd buy it. If I have the time. Yeah. I just got to find the time to do that. Okay, well, we'll help Good. you. Tom and I will help write it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Right Perfect. behind our It's Just Dinner book. Well, just, you know, maybe ahead of it. Just right ahead of it. But even if you wrote an article, do you guys still have a publication out there? A newspaper? Yeah, yeah, we have a UVU, UVU review. Okay, so see, you should write an article in the UVU review called Chasing Butterflies. Yeah. yeah. And, and there we put go. this in, I, in it. I wouldn't say, and make sure you cite the Dating Made Simple, it's just in our podcast. Well, we'll give, you a, we'll give you a free coupon <laughs> yeah. for dinner if you do that. Give you some royalties. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, here I thought something might be fun since Zach is here and we have Macy here. Yes. I found a really fun article called 26 Effective First Date Tips to Make a Great Impression. Okay. So here's so what Zach, we're going to do. Zach's got a lot of wisdom on that. Well, I, see, I, thought, I thought on. we'd find out if these tips are right. Well, so what we want to hear from you is a yay or a nay. This is a, you on know, these, we'll go through these 26 and you'll tell us, are these good or are these bad? Deal. Okay. 26? Uh, we'll go quick. We, we may we'll not go, be able we'll to get through, through all of them. Number two, three, four. We'll talk. These, I thought <laughs> these would be, be fast. Fun. Okay. So the first one is do something different and fun. And they, they recommended things like the museum, escape room, or other recreational activities on that first date. Now, this is, by the way, I will mention this is beyond the dinner. So you've gotten well, to dinner, you've talked, dinner. you've communicated. Now you want to go on a date. So now do something so this different. Is, this is and a fun. Se second date. Yeah. So what do you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't. I think that the same. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of sick of those bowling dates. Um, <laughs> like something different, what? right? Something different. Sick of bowling. What? Well, like bowling is fun, but it's like the classic date. Like, really? See, I didn't even yeah. know. I would have that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Movie. A movie is. No, yeah. not a no. movie. Used to be the classic no. dates. Movie. yeah. Movies, movies are bad. No, okay, no bowling. So no what do you movie. think, Zach? Go out and do some kind of different recreational activity. Heck yeah. That's one of my favorite things and is to do something, especially that makes both of you feel uncomfortable. One of the, oh, that's so good. Yeah, like one of my favorite dates. Well, you was, become vulnerable. Yeah. You do. One of my favorite dates was karaoke. And it was like neither of us sang. And we just oh, got up fun. there. And it was one of the funnest dates ever. Yeah. So. 
And again, going back to Rita Goodrow, do you remember where she did 35 dates in 35 days? Yes, she did. And she said she did so many things that she'd never done before, and it was well, so much fun. Well, the thing that's interesting is those were all different to her. Yeah. You know, the date was a different person each time. It's not but like the activity. Wanna... The activity. Yeah. I mean, she went yeah. and she went and did um, a hot balloon ride. Yeah. And well, she had um, a big budget. Yeah, she you know. did. Well, wow. she went out with really rich guys. <laughs> yeah. so. she did. All right. The second one is make it less about you and more about them. Oh my goodness, Tom. This is I've been listening to um, how to make friends and influence people. Yeah. Oh, and great book. Great it's book. like one of the one of the main things in there is if you're going, if you're talking to somebody, let them do the talking. Ask them questions. And this applies so much to dating yep. because nobody wants to hear you talk their ear off, right? Just ask them questions and then they'll talk. Mm. 100%. I agree. Yeah. In this, this article, it says men fall for women because of how these women make them feel about themselves. Of course. And so if you show an interest and you make it more about... So this is a chapter guy. in Zach's yeah. book. It's called Focus on the Butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> By the time we're done here, Zach, I'm going to have I'm, this whole... I love it. i got to start yeah. taking notes. Okay. Well, no, I'll give it to this you. This one yeah, I'm really interested know. in. I'm yeah. really interested in getting these guys' opinion on this. Okay. And that this one is, who pays? Who... who oh. <laughs> I think whoever asks your plans... You're going yeah. to make the butterfly pay? No. Oh. Well, no. I, this is a hard thing for me. Because I feel like it's just a natural like, right. instinct that I want to pay for it, you know? Right. It's like a weird pride thing. Mm -hmm. I want to pay. So what if the girl says, hey, let's let's go half and half. I'll pay for mine. You pay for yours. Are you insulted by that? I don't feel like... I mean, no. I just feel like that's not necessarily a date in my brain. Okay. But well, maybe but, it is. But, I might be thinking wrong. You see, the thing is, I think that it would be awkward for a girl to ask a guy out and expect him to pay. And so I think that we're changing kind of our social norm where it's okay for girls to ask out. Mm -hmm. But I think that would put cold water on that if a girl asked you out and, you, and expected you to pay. Well, you'd be surprised at how often that happens. Well, ah, see, that's not good. Really? That, that's yeah. good. that's no, going to go in the book. It's wild. Yeah, but, but see, that that's awkward. Hey, take me out and buy me dinner. And, and so I, I think that a lot of girls would be afraid to do that. Yeah. I think it's more comfortable in today's world for a girl to say, hey, do you, would you like to go out? And then she either pays you, you each pay. Yeah, well, my treat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. Yeah. In, in some level, I think that that's acceptable now because before where we came to, it was the I'll take care of you thing. Mm -hmm. And so we've kind of moved away from that society where women make more than men do in many occasions. And so it's not necessarily I have to take care of you. You don't have money. You can't afford it. It's more of a social thing. Yeah. And I think that's kind of up for grabs for me. It, it, to it, I think girls should if they ask out I think they should be willing to at least pay well, half. How about we ask the how about we ask the woman sitting here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I take a guy on a date, I expect that I'm going to pay. That's what I I, I, oh, I, I, I I'm not, if they're going to pay when they ask me like I'll pay there, when I ask them. That's, and what um, about the splitting it half and half? I've never split before because I kind of went with Zach on this that if you split it, it's not really a date. It's just like we're, I don't know, we're it's just like hanging hang out. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, we're just non committal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, let me read one of the things from this article. It says, if the guy offers, it's because he wants to treat the girl to a good time. Besides, it's a first date, which I think is what you guys are saying. Mm -hmm. So, girls, don't be offended by this if he wants to pay. So, would you be trying, offended? He's if, trying to teach you, you to be treat you nicely. Like, if offered. I ask the guy and then they say, I'll pay? Yeah. Oh, I'll take that. I'll no. take that. I'm like, well, I'll be like, of Every course I'll time. be like, no, no, I'll pay, I'll pay. And then there's always a little fight and whoever's credit card gets there first, blah, blah, whatever, it pays. Well, that's fine. And that's that? fine. That's fine. What goes I'm not offended. Head? What goes through your head when that happens? Are you like impressed? You're like, oh, this is sweet of him trying to pay for Yes, my... I actually am. I'm like, okay. oh, yeah, well, that's, that's what really this nice says. He's trying to All show right. you a good time. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. let him. He, let care, him. he yeah. cares about me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though even though I was one that asked him. Yeah. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. the next one. This one is come as yourself. 100% agree. Don't. Yeah, no, we, I don't we're think just you should come as yourself. This. I think you should be 100% <laughs> fake. <laughs> just be totally fake. No, right? no, be, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one says, before going on a first date, remember first and foremost that you're awesome just the way you are. Right? Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Fix yourself. You feel confident about yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. you got a beautiful garden. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, so you, you do have a beautiful garden. But I think yeah. that might be a little bit more challenging than a lot of people think because if you're really self-conscious and you're really nervous, there's a chance that you might not be yourself for a lot of different reasons. You, you might be trying to say things to impress someone because you feel you don't have the confidence that you really need. And you, you also might be, because you're nervous, you'll say things that you really don't mean. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that happens. Nervousness is a really a, a terrible thing, isn't it? When we're nervous, we do things that we normally wouldn't do. Normally. Now, let me tell you one of the things he says in this article, and I've never thought about this before, and it is if you're going on a first date, if you're nervous, it says, call a friend to help settle your nerves before you get there. Before, before or like during? Before. While you're, on, while you're on the date. So you're Excuse going me. on the date. Like, you're hold like, on, I'm really nervous right now. Nervous. I need to make a call. <laughs> Either he's coming <laughs> over to pick you up or you're going over to pick her up. Just call a friend and say, hey, I'm going on the date. I'm a little nervous. And have the friend calm you down. What do you think, Zach? Oh, yeah. I've done that so many times. Yeah. There was one time I went up to a girl's house and I was so scared I literally drove away. <laughs> I, was, I like called my brother. I was like, help me out, man. He sent me a song. We talked through it. Drove around the block a couple more times. And finally, I was like, wow. okay, so, great advice. So, were you, wow, were you, why were you, are you so nervous? Who was this girl? Yeah, it's because no. the dad was going to open the door. And see, see yeah. back in our day, you, you, when you called a girl on the phone, you had to talk to the dad first. Because yeah. there was only one phone in the... And, and so talk about fear. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not only calling the girl, but you have to talk to the dad or the mom first. And a lot of times dads were mean. Yeah. You know, you'd come and pick a girl up and the dad would sit down and question you about what your future was and where you were going to go. And <laughs> they like have the shotgun you, in their hand. So, okay, I want to try this one. See what you guys think. This one is don't be afraid to tease him. Then it says don't be afraid to poke fun at them and joke around with them a little bit. So studies have shown using humor in conversation makes a person appear more likable and telling jokes can bring a sense of calm to the conversation during the flirting process. I like if a guy is like a comedian, I'm literally like at their feet. Like, yeah. I'm like, please like me. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is what I like love. Is when now, are you okay poking funny. fun at the guy a little bit? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Now, you can overdo it, right? There is definitely, a, yeah. yeah, there definitely is. But what do you think, line. Zach? Girl kind of little pokes a little fun oh, at you yeah. and you laugh a little bit. Is yes. that a good thing? That's how you can tell like the chemistry. Like, if you can't joke around with each other, it's not going to be fun. You got to laugh. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked a lot about humor and how humor breaks down all those nerves and kind of Mm -hmm. makes the conversation go a little bit better. But I think there's a separation here between joking and put downs. Mm -hmm. Oh, this says tease. Yeah, so teasing and put downs, that's a different thing. So there's some people who try to maintain control by putting the other person down. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big red flag. Huge. I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah. There's yeah, definitely a line. You don't want to do that. Like, hi, oh, you're ugly. Your outfit looks ugly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, okay, Take dumb. me home right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You off. And we talk all the time about being kind. That's just not kind. Yeah. yeah. But no. poking fun, teasing, I think that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready for this next one? I'm ready. Let's see what you think. It says, you know, you're going on a first date. This says, look them up. Mm. That means check out their Instagram, check out their Facebook and then check out who they are. What do you think? I do it. I just like it for the peace of mind. Yeah. I like having a, an idea of who I'm going to go mm-hmm. see. Well, so, and this is so you can find things that might, you might have in common. Mm. 
that you'll oh, have potential no, conversations no, that's about. that's actually really great. That's another thing from the good, how mm-hmm. to make friends and influence people. They say if you're going to like meet someone for business, you need to like look up what they did in their life, what their hobbies, so you can have something to like talk about. With right. Them. right. But I also think when you look them up, if people know them, like ask your friends, whoa, what are your thoughts on this person? <laughs> like yeah. kind of have like someone vet them before you go. Now, do you do if this? You know them. Do you do this? Do you look mm-hmm. a guy up and check out his Instagram, see what kind of things he's posting? Um, I will if I like don't really know them that yeah. well. It's always good to do a criminal background check and check, you know, <laughs> check out how much money they have and their debt, you know, ratio to the income ratio. It's, how many times they've been arrested? It's, it's always good to know that. Yeah, that's that's true. I would, would hope I would never go with a criminal. <laughs> I, that's a goal yeah. of mine, actually. I probably would have hoped to never go date with a criminal. How, how would you know? Okay, how about this? Check your body language. Check your body yeah, language. Yeah, consider how your body language might help to make an, the experience more enjoyable or at least less awkward. Hmm. Now they have a quote here by Thomas Edwards, who's the founder of Professional Wingman. And he says, to help body language, you should do what he calls an acronym SOLD, S-O-L-D. Smile, open body language, leaning, and direction. Hmm. This is very uh, I'm deep. I'm like, hmm, what does this mean? Mm, yeah, what does body direction mean? Mm. So, like, so what direction like? are you leaning? Well, you know, open body language, what? Is like opening yourself up. Oh, so that I, somebody feels com- like... comfortable to talk to you, right? Hmm. Like, and then you leaning had... is just leaning in because well, if we someone's leaning know, into you, they're showing a little from... bit of interest. So, uh, you know, I guess if you have your arms folded or your hands in your pockets you're, or something, you're, you're tight, you're, tight, right? and you're not open. But opening up is just relaxing, sitting back, right? Yeah. You know, have you guys read 12 Rules of Life by Jordan Peterson? No. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, well, he, he talks about crabs and, like, just having your posture. Like, right. it affects everything. It, like, it literally releases these things inside your body that make you more confident. Right. And so, like, that's something that I've that helps me. Or even, like, doing a power pose. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, like, so I can go to the door before you. Yeah. yeah. You do that. Posing. I'm the man. I'm going to crush this day. You do like, that Batman one where you kind of go down like well, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, it, but it even helps. crossing your legs or owning the room, you know, taking up space in the room, mm-hmm. it, it shows confidence. Yeah. Well, and it also and opens I, up I think for conversation. Jordan. Well, You're, Jordan, you're telling think, your date, hey, you know, yes. I'm okay. Well, with and it. I'm confident with myself. And, and I think that... Uh, both men and women appreciate confidence in their dating partner. And so when you totally. pre- present yourself in a way that shows confidence, I think that's what he's meaning by that. I, I think the leaning means that if you lean into someone, it shows that you're interested in mm-hmm. them as, you know, as far as right. leaning. And then leaning he says away. the D is direction. And that means that I move and I'm directed at you. I'm not looking somewhere else or you know moving my yeah. body in another okay, direction. Here's a little rule I'm going to throw in this that I learned a long time ago. When you go to a restaurant, which side of the table do you decide to sit in? So you've got a table here, it's for two. Where do you sit and where does she sit? And, and I, I went to this, I was a dating coach one time, I was talking about this, said when you take a woman on a date, you should sit so that she sees the whole restaurant behind her so that she can enjoy the full view of the restaurant uh-huh. mm-hmm. and you're facing the wall and her and her so that you're oh. just totally focused on her and she's enjoying <laughs> the full bouquet of the entire experience oh, zach what do you yeah. think of that see i don't think i don't think i've done that you are yeah. now. I, but i you will now. i will now <laughs> yeah. i think for me that my mindset was like okay like this is for safety, you know. Yeah. Like, plus, I heard that like if she's closer for to the door, safety. yeah, you know, someone comes in, I'll go pounce on them real quick. Or like, uh, but I also heard 
was actually my mission president. When he was doing interviews, he said mm-hmm. to sit on the other side of the desk and have the girl closer to the door so she feels like she can like leave if she wants oh, to. Oh, but yeah. but that makes well, sense. Safety though. is always a concern. I because definitely I'm like a golden retriever, so right. it helps oh. me focus in on the right. girl when it's just the, her and, and the wall. Like yeah, it makes and so sense. don't have the TV in the background with the game on. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've fallen yeah. into that yeah, one a few yeah, times. You know, yeah. So she's asking the ball games on. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> All right, how about this one? Keep your hands to yourself. Oh, please. <laughs> I had uh, it. Okay, the only reason I say that is because I went on a first date. It was like a year ago. And I I probably got thigh grabbed like 40 times. Mm. I was like, this is a first date. I was like, okay, it's fine if you do that. Like, we're like a little closer. like that. But this is a first date. I was like. Is yeah. it like in the car? Or yeah, like... it's in the car. Oh, oh wow. wow. Like, That's... I was like, this is kind of ridiculous. So what's the message there? What Just in your own mind, what are you thinking about this guy? like, you're really touchy. Like, if this is a first date, like, if you're you're really touchy, then like, what is <laughs> yeah, it? Like, like, where wait, is it going to go whoa. in like one more date? Like, <laughs> right. So that's what the the message is, guys. That's what they're thinking is, whoa, this little, is a first date. Scary. Back off. Yeah. I mean, I think no, it's, it's fine if you're like flirty or a little touchy or whatever, but like that was excessive. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're going to throw out the little feelers every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. arm tap. Uh-huh. Stuff or, like that. Or what about if you're like she's going through the doors, uh, touching on the small of the back as you go into the door? I usually don't do that. No? I no. actually really like that. Oh. But I don't I'll know, do it like, now. I'll do it now. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Not not overly doing it, no, but no, just no. a light touch on the back as she walks in the door. Mm. Maybe, maybe a girl's different. And that could also could be like, you know, maybe not first date necessarily. Maybe like second date. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe every girl's a little different on that one. But I like it. Mm. So here's the chapter for your book, Zach. Let the butterfly land on you. <laughs> you're writing the whole book for See, you. You're, you're a mastermind. This is oh, incredible. Yeah, that's what I do. I love this. You know? There you go. We're, you got you all set here. <laughs> okay. As an advertiser here, mm-hmm. I'm really interested in this one. This was don't use a coupon. Oh. Now, see, I'm an advertiser, and I think everyone should use coupons because it's free money and it's advertising. But on a first day, what do you think, Macy? I pull out a coupon. And get $10 off or I get some money off oh, on this date. Oh, this one's hard. Because <laughs> I've had this happen to me before. And initially my reaction was kind of like, oh, so the only reason you want to go here is because you had the coupon. Mm-hmm. But then I was also like, we're all like, we're all broke. Like, of <laughs> course, like someone would want to save money. So it's kind of like, I don't know. Hmm. He's, I don't know if I have a good res- answer on this he's one. He's very responsible. Yeah, he's, he's good with his money. He's, he's good with his good money. With money. Then, no. like, it, in some sense, it's kind of like, uh, but also, like, it's totally fine. I, sh- I Maybe it's more of a personal issue, and I just be like, it's it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, from my perspective, that's like, I've always been too afraid to, to mm-hmm. use a Pull coupon. Good coupon. for you. Good yeah. for you. Because just, I'm just like, you know, like, I don't want it to be a, a thing. I don't want it to distract from the date. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I won't. But at the same time, I'm like, well, it could be a good test, you know? If she's not okay with me using a coupon, there you go. Then, like, there you go. Maybe she's just not the one for me. She's <laughs> not the one <laughs> for ah. Zach's like, you really should so, get over so that. There's, a, there's a fine line between cheap and frugal. Yeah, and, that's and, fair. And that, you know, so you might be t- trying to indicate that you're frugal, that you're good with money, but it comes across as that you're cheap. Mm-hmm. And, that, mm. and so I think that's a that's little fair. scary. Yeah. So that's why when uh, we yeah. talked about doing this, that we would have the coupon on the phone so that when you went to pay, you, you just you, flash, you would your just phone flash and, it there and mm-hmm. it would be dis- so that you wouldn't have to say, oh, I've got a coupon for right. that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what about you know? my the paper coupon. Card. Right. <laughs> yeah, just, right. It would automatically be triggered. 
So see, we, we're thinking of that too. Okay, because we're solving the problem, the dysfunctional dating, okay. one episode at a time. All right, Macy and, and Zach, okay. how about this one? Don't talk about your ex. Oh yeah. 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 Where I was reading, uh, what was I listening to? I don't remember. I listened to a lot of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they were like, yeah, do not bring up your ex at all. Like, there's no reason. Well, what, what's the message, Zach? If, if she's sitting there talking about her ex the whole time, what are you thinking? I'm like, dang, she still thinks about her ex. Right? <laughs> what's the point of me being yeah, here? She's still that, into him. Yeah, she hasn't got him. over him yet. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that obviously, like later on in the relationship, like yeah, well, you sure, gotta like, yeah, you gotta talk about it, it but, a little bit. But no, there's no need. the The purpose of the first date really is just to to see if you want to go on a second date. That's it. It's basically it. yeah, get right. to know somebody and yeah. see if you have anything in common and see if there's a reason to go out again. Yeah. Okay. Mm. How about this one? Turn the phone off. Mm, yeah, I actually went on a date last night and I accidentally forgot my phone. What? my house was on. oh you left it at home i left it at home and, and mm. which is i didn't need it i was like it, dangerous it could be dangerous you're right well it was yeah. a double date and i knew everybody oh, okay, on the okay, day yeah. we so it was right. fine but i was like i didn't i didn't need it at all like there was no point it was like having it turned off well have you had that happen before like when you're sitting at dinner and all of a sudden he or she pulls out their phone and they start texting mm-hmm. um and they're not paying attention to you i mean not only is that rude but you're clear, clearly sending out a message, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And there's really no need for it, honestly. Yeah, turn mm-hmm. it off. And mm-hmm. we hear this all the time, right, Bob? That, that yeah. people go on dates and the person pulls out their phone. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. It's you're, it's a first date. You're trying to decide if you want to go out with the person again. And I think, yeah, okay. I've, I've learned what I need to learn. Yeah, no, exactly. Zach, no. have you have you had experiences taking girls on dates where they like bring their phone out a lot? Um, yeah. Yeah. Not like often. But yeah, and it definitely does kind of kill the vibe. It's like, all right, I'm gonna stop trying as hard because obviously they're not invested, so it makes me not want to invest right. as much. There's something else so. going on more important than this conversation. Yeah, yeah it's bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about this one? And I know what your answer is going to be to this, but it says, "Don't badmouth other people in front of your date." Oh, hundred percent. It says 100%. it's a giant red flag. Yeah, mm-hmm. giant. There's a giant. Yeah, giant. <laughs> well, no, we talk about being kind all the time, right? Yeah. So. Well, the thing is, is like. If they talk bad about other people, have you, have you read How to Avoid Falling in Love with a Jerk? No. Oh, my oh. roommate has that book. <laughs> it's I a good one. It. It's a good one. My mom made me read it. Um, ah. but Sounds like a good that's, mom. That's, yeah, she's So great. that you're not that person or the so you don't fall in love with a <laughs> both, both. Both. Yeah, but that's one thing that it talks about is the way that they treat the worst person in their lives is eventually how they're going to treat you. Yeah. And so if they're talking trash on someone, they're going to eventually be talking trash on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it Rihanna who said last week, she was like, after 90 days, then you're going to see their true colors. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got a good face the first 90 days. Right, like. mm-hmm. right. Totally. Well, and then this also adds, don't talk about badly about your family members. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is kind of along the same lines. Mm-hmm. No, I think how you treat your family, exactly what Zach was saying, is that they're going to treat you like that. Mm-hmm. And so if they don't have a great relationship or they trauma, like we're talking about with those, the other people right. that have come on the podcast, mm-hmm. then they're going to treat you the same. Cause that's like how they've been taught. Mm-hmm. And then it's the relationship that they've it, created. Eventually you become the mom or, you know, you become that person. They're going to treat you just like, or that. the victim mm-hmm. or their brothers and sisters or, you know? Yeah. So no, it's true. Yeah. I, I would also say like, trust your gut too. Cause like, they're, I've definitely gotten into like relationships where there were some red flags within their family. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, oh, it's just like a red flag. Like this person's fine. But then you, as you started to date more, it was like, oh, dang. Like, mm-hmm. And eventually it didn't work out because, and I could, because of things that happened within the family. 
So oh, interesting. The family's super, yeah, it's super important to, to know how they feel about that. Okay, mm-hmm. I have two more. This one says, don't be afraid to reveal information about yourself. Mm, bad idea. Mm. If you don't want to go on another date with someone, make sure you tell them nothing about yourself. Yeah, see, what? I think that's, that's what? I don't know. What? Wait, what? <laughs> How do you go on a date and not tell them anything about yeah. yourself? You're supposed to sit there in silence? Well, no, like, what? I, I think well, it's, they're, that, they're, it's that closed up I, kind of attitude. I think the way this is worded, meaning that if if you don't tell them something about yourself, you're likely not going to go on a second date. That's yeah. what this says. If you don't want to go on a second date. Right. But, but, so, but I think the concept is it's kind of difficult because the last thing you want to do is sit down and have someone say, well, I suffered from depression for many years. <laughs> well, a there's, child, a, there's that I, line of too much. Yeah, 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 you give too much information and all your background about yourself and you scare people off because mm-hmm. you're given too much. But on the other side, you know, certainly you want to share some things about yourself, your likes, your dislikes, and where you're from and things like that. But getting too much in the detail, we've seen that too much before where people try to push the relationship too quickly by sharing too much right, private right, information. Right. Here's a, here's a question for you. So on a first date, uh, the kind of the point of it is to get to know the person, and it's kind of the same questions over and over, over, over. and over again. And my roommates are like, "Uh, I just had another first date. <laughs> da, da, da. We talked about the same five things." And how do you make a first date not the same? Well, here you go. I'm going to read this. Invite her to do something you know a lot about and are passionate about, like a baseball game or a concert, and then you'll have a lot to say about it. Hmm. So then you go somewhere that you feel comfortable with, and then you can talk about that and be able right. to share mm. through that. Okay, okay. And baseball game, by the way, I'm a huge baseball fan, but during a baseball game, there's a lot of time to talk. Mm-hmm. Those will look you too long. And then yeah. you have like something really <laughs> excited to have, then you can sit and talk more. So i think that might be something is that you go somewhere that you feel confident with then you have a lot more to talk about that's fair that's zach fair. how do you answer that question no i think i think similarly i think that you do something that's like a similar activity maybe different location every time but just so you don't have to stress about what you're doing like on the day you can focus more on them but also like make it different enough like for example like i like to do painting on dates i just think that's the funnest time oh. ever. Like, you paint you talk you can go to a cool location. It looks beautiful, and it's just like a nice little moment, you know. But the thing is, is I'd never go to the same spot twice, just because I don't want to. I want to have different conversations, right? Because right. if you do get into the habit of doing the same things, talking about the same things, asking the same questions, it gets so exhausting. Right. But if you go somewhere new, you're both exploring this new area. Very, you can very talk interesting about that area. I, That's I really know, smart. So here's the tip that I give my students. I actually teach this and my journalism students when they do interviews. The difference between an interrogation and an interview. Well, one is a conversation and the other is an interrogation. So if you have a list of questions, what's your favorite color? You know, where are you from? That's an interrogation. It is. But to make it a conversation, your second question has to be based on their first answer. Mm-hmm. And so if I ask you, so, uh, you know, what is your favorite food? And you say... Brisket. Brisket. Actually, it's sushi. Mm. Uh, oh. so, so, which is it, brisket or sushi? It's sushi. Because no, those brisket. are very different. They you are can't, very different. You can't eat brisket raw. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, you can. Is. You, it's called cowboy sushi. Are you into that? Uh, no. You, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> so where's your favorite sushi restaurant? 
Uh, it's in Arizona, but in you know, Ari- sushi I Arizona. tried is actually really so good. If should, anyone's been there, you should never eat fresh seafood from something that doesn't border an ocean. I mean, Arizona's <laughs> a long way away <laughs> from sorry, the ocean. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, you can get really sick eating raw but fish. You see, you see how this conversation yeah, so goes. So that was a conversation that right. we did. Right. So see, that was uh-huh. not the regular because I now you're not getting any of the same same five questions because I have no idea where this conversation is going to go. Yeah. Right. And so my questions are based totally. It, your roommates are not going to come home and say, oh, we asked the same five questions. They're going to say, wow, it was a really fun conversation. They ask about me. I, and, and I never knew that you should not eat uh, sushi from Arizona. Bob, you're going to have to they, come. They fly it in fresh. <laughs> yeah. They fly it in fresh. Yeah, they so fly it in fresh. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. That was incredible. Yeah. I like that but, a lot. But, but that's, you know, in journalism, we do that because that's how you make a conversation when you interview someone. And it's really the same thing here. And that what, what that forces you to do is listen yeah. To what they say. So a lot of times you're not listening because you're so worried about what your next question is going to be that they, they say, what's your favorite food? And then you, they say something. You don't even remember what it was. Uh, okay, where are you from? You, you know, and so you're going through your list in your mind of safe questions to ask. All right. Okay. Last one, really right. quick. Let it go. If this one says, if it doesn't work out, let it go. Mm, that one's hard. Yeah. That one's hard. Just but yeah, let it go. It's Say tough. goodbye. It's like a stab to the heart, you know? Yeah, it does. It hurts. But in the long run, it'll be good. All right. It, you got to just, yeah. I, there's that saying, I think one of my, my friends says, he's like, if it's not this person, it's going to be somebody better. Right. Yeah. Or it's yeah. going to be someone. Yeah. So it's well, just like, you know what? Yeah. It's okay. It's we'll just, move on. It's just a first date. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's, there's another butterfly out there for yeah, you. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of Go butterflies out the there. There's the final yeah, chapter. The, the final chapter of the book. Well, this has been really fun. There's another butterfly out there. Zach Whitlock. Student body president and, at Utah future, Valley University. Future best-selling author. Yeah, future, <laughs> with your yeah, help, yeah, yeah. this has been fantastic. Will you come back again? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, this is really fun. You've given, I mean, such wise wisdom. Yeah. I know, Zach. Yes. Yeah, I really yeah. like That's, this. This is right, fun. Right. I see well, why the students voted for him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, Zach, thank you. Yeah. And thank we'll, you. Uh, we're I anxious to this. hear a little bit more about how the It's Just Dinner podcast is changing things over at uh, Deal at U- U- uh, Utah Valley University. I'll spread University. the word. All right. Well, thank you, Macy. Thank you, Bob. Of course. This was really fun. Pleasure, as always. And you guys, make sure you uh, follow us on this podcast. Listen, follow, like, make comments. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on Instagram. Be sure to leave comments, DM us, ask questions. And then also, you can email us at the Assistant or Podcast. And so, guys, thanks for being here. Look, we are all we're trying to do is make dating simple, you guys. Lots of great advice today. And listen, more than anything, just go have fun out there, would you? You've been listening to the It's Just Dinner podcast, produced, edited, mixed, and recorded by some guy named Glenn. Tom and Bob's wardrobe provided by... Savers, and Deseret Industries. Special thanks to Sandy Robinson and Michelle Waltz for putting up with these two. Be sure to tune in to new episodes every Friday for more dating tips and tricks. Bon appétit.